0: Now, recently on 5GDR FM 100.1, on a show I'm doing called the Boendick Nunga Program, it's all about a journey about me finding out about my ancestry right here on Boendick Country. And the good part is, um, it's actually helped me get through a pretty dark period in my life. And tonight I talked to Samantha Wild, who I met down at the Mental Health Symposium, and she was talking about. The help that uh, mental health can get from reawakening cultural ways, and listening to her speak, I wanted to get her on the show. Thank her for, you know, passing on her information and knowledge, um, but also uh, find out a bit more about Samantha and what she's done in the way of mental health um, across the nation. So here's the interview I did with Samantha Wald earlier in the year on. 5GDR-FM's 100.1 at Community Radio on the Bowndick Nunga program. On the line from Brisbane, I first met Samantha Wold down at the Mental Health Symposium down in Hobart, and um, Samantha was actually one of the leaders of the national conference that went on down there and presented Awakening Cultural Ways. How are you going, Samantha?
1: I'm good, thanks, Matthew. How are you going?
0: Good, thank you. Thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. I know you're... Oh, Yeah, good on you. I know you're based in Brisbane now. Whereabouts did you grow up, Samantha?
1: I grew up uh, in Harvey Bay, which is a small town north of Brisbane, so in south-east Queensland. It's on Butler Country, so right near Fraser Island, which we call Kagari, which is the dreaming um, for that country.
0: Yeah, right. My
1: family uh, has lived there for four generations, and as part of the past policies, had moved there to really keep our children safe, and so we've stayed there. I'm very happy in our community
0: up there. Excellent. So you're you're a leader now in Australia on mental health. How how did you come to uh, get into mental health to start with?
1: That's a really good question, Matthew. I guess my personal experiences of having um, kind of ongoing trauma and uh, mental health issues when I was young really led me to look for Aboriginal mental health support. And back then there was really nothing around. So as I worked through my career, I I did a lot of work advocating for better Aboriginal youth and mental health services. Uh, And that's really led me into working in the policy, research and devising our own cultural solutions.
0: Oh, good on you. I was really impressed by what you presented down at at the Mental Health Symposium. And there you talked about awakening cultural ways. So do you want to tell us a little bit about awakening cultural ways?
1: Absolutely. So what I do in my work uh, with mental health and suicide prevention is really looking at building the best of both worlds approaches. But so even in our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander mental health, we still see very clinical um, language, clinical models. And I'm really looking to bring it back down to our ways and trying to find our cultural connections which fit with some of the clinical frameworks but trying to find the best of both worlds so that it's driven by community for community um, and just bringing it back to our families and our communities so that when we do really need help that we have the resources within ourselves or within our family kinship structures be able to support each other through
0: our proper times. Excellent, because you know the the Aboriginal culture is a very um, strong community based uh, with connection to family and I know there's the land and everything but you know that talking to people in your community is so important isn't it when you're going through uh, mental health issues?
1: Absolutely, the more connections we have with strong social networks in our community, with our mentors uh, and even with our um, Aboriginal colleagues and peers, really just make sure that we have the opportunity to debrief and support each other in our ways, not in a formal sitting in a room, but just having a good old yarn, uh, making sure that each other's
0: safe. Yeah, good on you. And like we've got, uh, we had a suicide prevention camp down here that um, Treasuring Life put on Peter May and, and Pangula Manamuna. Rowena went out there with about 11 kids and, and uh, Headspace went out and talked and it was great to see that they've started to get this uh, Aboriginal culture into the learnings from the mental health and like they said, they're learning as they go as well, but they had the form of a tree with those roots being those important things about uh, spiritual side of things, mental and emotional, family and physical and and it really brings it back to more about our culture, doesn't it?
1: Absolutely. So, I'm really proud to say that I used to work at Headspace National Office as an Aboriginal Project Manager and that was one of the things we really worked hard to develop Aboriginal Torres Strait Youth Mental Health Actually,
0: Yeah right, well, here we are way down here, so, on, we're way down here on Bowendick Country down here, the other end of Australia and, and your work from Headspace uh, we've just seen last week flowing into our, our community so thank you for that.
1: That's fantastic, it's great to know that it's useful for young people
0: yeah, and it also talks about uh, looking after yourself and, you know, you've got your your health workers and, and your community, your nans, your cousins, your elders, your sisters, your mothers, everyone there that, that you can talk to, but also Headspace is there for young people in this region as well, which is great. Absolutely.
1: I think whenever we look at wellbeing more broadly, sometimes it just takes a collaboration across all the services and systems and support networks to be able to get the right support at the right time
0: yeah yep yeah. oh, good on you and how did like you said that you worked for headspace and and now you know with your with this big role that you do in, in helping lead mental health in australia did you have any mentors or or people that influenced you along the way
1: oh, uh, absolutely um to be honest I you know i feel very blessed to be where i am today and i'm very humble about my journey um it It would never have happened if it wasn't for my ancestors, my grandmother and my father, were very, very strong influences on me um, culturally. And as I worked my way through my professional life, I've had a really good support from both non-Indigenous professionals and, and Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander leaders as well. And so, Keeping yourself grounded and connected to positive influences is so important for all of us. And because it's easy for us to pull each other down,
0: yeah.
1: and it's much harder for us to pull each other up. Yeah. And that's what I really try to do with my networks, and I know that I, I recreate that with the mentors that support me as well.
0: Yeah, and it's easy to become negative uh, in your conversation or um, with other people pick on what they do or say, but that positive stuff, to you can make a difference, can't it, when people yeah. get into that mind frame?
1: Absolutely, and I, you know, working in mental health and, and with our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander services, total violence is a really big issue for all of us workers, and, and we're never gonna be making everyone happy all the time, but we'll, you know, what we're conscious of is, is how we support each other and that we're not perpetrating that natural violence
0: against each other. Yep and what about yourself you know sometimes we talk about self-care what do you do to look after yourself in the (laughs) self-care sort of things
1: I love being on country Um, so I walk a lot in the bush Um, so that's really important for me going to salt water because that salt water connection to to the bay is really healing as well that cleanses um, my soul but my favourite self-care strategy is to collect pieces of country, those feathers that I find, and and then I sit down and I do some really nice little Aboriginal painting on pieces of country, and then I give those um, stones or or feathers or leaves to people who I have a strong connection with me.
0: Good on you, Samantha. That's my
1: way of of sharing my gifts of country and culture.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Good on you. Oh, look, you know, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate you making the time because you've got a busy schedule and and we've pulled you away not only from work, but uh, you've got a family as well. Yeah, Yeah.
1: we do. Our
0: family's just as important as our work. Yeah, that's right. So, and sometimes we get those around the wrong way. So we've got to make sure we we, uh, spend time with the family as well. So thank you so much for joining us. I uh, really appreciate you coming on because each week we're going to, we have a health segment at the end of our show and uh, through the story we're learning more about our Bowendick culture down here through the story of Annie Bryce. Um, It's called Annie's Story, Growing Up Strong on Bowendick Country. And each week we read a chapter and then we talk and uh, discuss around that chapter and we've been talking to indigenous artists and stuff as well. So we really appreciate you coming on for our health segment um, so we can learn more and help each other in our community. So thank you for that.
1: When I hear you talking about the story and the work that you're doing to revisit our cultural history and, and looking at your local community and those stories, it's so important. And for me, those connections to our ancestors are what keep us grounded. When everything else might seem chaotic, we still know it's who we are and where we come from.
0: Well, Thanks so much for being with us. We really appreciate it, Samantha, for making the time and for all the great work you've done uh, in the development with Headspace.
1: Thank you, Matthew. Been
0: wonderful. Well that was a brilliant Samantha Wild and uh, very appreciative of her coming on the show especially with all the work she's done with Headspace and now in Queensland with mental health and as across the country as a leader in mental health especially for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. But I think the key out of Samantha's talk tonight was that connection with community and we can all take a uh, piece of that um, you know looking out for our community Um, And getting also back to nature, she talked about walks in the forest is a really good healing process and doing some of the other things that uh, she talked about there on getting back to country. So um, again, thank you to Samantha Wild. I think one of the key things that we got out of Samantha's talk tonight is that connection to community and connection to country. So I think we can all take a piece out of that. Um, you know, helping out in the community where we can, looking out for others. But also, you know that uh, they reckon it's one of the best things you can do is exercise and going through the bush. They reckon it's one of the best things, getting back to nature. And uh, here as well, we've got the salt water, walk along the beach or a dip in the sea. It's amazing uh, what cobwebs get knocked out when you uh, have a splash in the, in the sea there with uh, a few waves. But I'd like to just thank again Samantha Wild for sharing her story with us.